Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening and welcome to Monday's edition of Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Excited to be here. Good weekend, Elliot. Not too bad. Um, and, you know, the, I, I like that uh, we're going to cover this story today because the idea of Hall of Fames is something that's always intrigued me. Yeah, it, it does because I, I get your point in terms of intriguing because the, the selection yeah. often creates debate but yeah. that in itself I think is good for the sport any sport right because yeah. then you get to debate who's the goat who's not the goat and yeah. we've had conversations about goats as well you can imagine the kind of technology that goes into such Hall of Fame museums as well if you've, you've gone to stadiums overseas or even the whole idea of let's say I'm in school and we get to go on a field trip to go check out the gallery and, and I like that point you make in terms of school trips because the, the situation we are talking about Hall of Fames for local athletes is important because you want to create heroes out of them you want to inspire the next generation and I'm quite excited by this project. Yeah, you talk about local athletes and, you know, no sport represents Singapore more. Well, some would say more, but swimming. It's something that is so close to our heart. It's given us so much joy over the years. And on the line with us to talk about the latest project that Singapore Swimming is up to is Mark Che, the president of Singapore Aquatics. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, uh, Elliot and Roshan, for having me here today. Mark, very excited to have you on. And speaking of excited, I believe you have some exciting news to share that transpired over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, we, we launched our Legacy Council as well as Hall of Fame. And we also paid tribute to one of the great swimming pools in, in our region, uh, to Hyo Swimming Complex, that will be going for renovations. Uh, well, not renovation, a reconstruction. Um, so I think uh, a lot of things happened over the weekend. Yeah, the Topayo Swimming Complex is uh, very near to our office here at Brattle. And that whole Topayo sports area has a lot of memories. For me, Is when I was younger, I used to compete in taekwondo competitions there. Before we talk about that Hall of Fame, Mark, what's your fondest memory of the Topayo Swimming Complex? Well, I mean, I, I got so many memories of, of Topayo, right? I think my, my earliest memories were probably at the 93 Sea Games. You know, I was uh, one of those, like, volunteers who wow. were picking up the tracksuits and the baskets and putting it on the, on the side. And, you know, you can... I mean, she, the, the highlight was really Doss, right? I mean, she really ruled the pool there um, in yeah. 93 with, uh, what, nine gold medals? Yeah. And, um, of course, we cannot forget uh, Am Ping Xiong, right? He spent mm-hmm. his last and final race there. Um, and that was where he retired. So that that, that inspired me to, to actually, you know, take the sport a little bit more seriously and... and Go through the national ranks, um, and 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 even when I was developing as an athlete, you know, in secondary school and junior college, I I never had the opportunity to actually represent Singapore at home, and the closest that I got was actually something like the school nationals, right? Wow, <laughs> where the stands would be packed, right, and they'll be cheering for you, and that was amazing. I, I think all of us we, we all share like amazing, wonderful memories of the Pio. Mm. All of us who've actually been to swimming competitions, uh, trained having swimming comp- uh, ha- having su- uh, trained with whether you're a water polo player, artistic mm. swimmer, diver, or swimmer, you, you have fond memories um, of of the, the place. Mark, that's incredible. You've gone from being pool boy to now president, and that's some journey you just took out through. Immense respect to, to all that growth you've had. You mentioned a few legends there who you have fond memories of. How important is it that to engage the past to, to gear us up for a bright future ahead? I think it's important to recognise that, that you know, Singapore, we've had a really rich history and heritage of aquatic sports. You know, um, not, uh, in swimming, we've had our Olympians, our mm. Asian Games gold medalists, our world champions. Of who can 
who can forget you know, Ping, um, Ping Xiong being the world number one in the 50 meters freestyle, um, or Juni Seng, or Pat Chan, yeah. Tao Li, Joseph Schooling. Oh, you know, yeah. These are the names that just roll off your tongue when you talk about the greats of Singapore sports. And also in aquatics, we had a, a team that won the Asian Games gold in water polo. They went to the 1956 uh, Olympic Games as well, one of the three team sports that have actually gone to the Olympic Games for Singapore. So I think you know aquatic sports does have have a, have, have, have a rich history and legacy, and you know for us um, who are gonna who are the future generation, who are you know who are the current generation of administrators, coaches, officials, and athletes, you know we can only like stand on the shoulders of these giants to look far, right? And we at Singapore Aquatics have uh, the benefit of having such giants, mm. and um, I think it's only right to pay tribute to them to. Um, to remember their stories, not I think the athletes today they're very fortunate, and 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 I think things are a lot better for athletes today. Mm. You know, I remember stories of um, the 1956 water polo team, right? They didn't have like a sports shop to go to and buy mm. a pair of wow. needles. Uh, mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their yeah. mom, their mothers actually sold swimming trunks for them. <laughs> you know, and they'll be at the beach, you know, playing water polo instead of in the swimming pool. So these are the stories that we should really capture um, and tell the future generations of the athletes that, like, hey, you know what, this is what our, our past athletes had gone through to achieve greatness for Singapore sports. Um, yeah, even like with Ping uh, Xiong, Jocelyn, uh, Pat Chan, you know, they, they, they grew up swimming in, 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 um, in, uh, in a time where there wasn't a lot of support, right? And what did they do? What did they do to overcome that, to achieve that, that kind of greatness? Mm. Um, even in the, with the stories of our divers, artistic swimmers, how we've um, energized re- and, and, and really uh, uh, grew the sport in the past 10 years to where diving, we, you know, we, we have two, final, uh, two, two, two qualifiers at the last Olympic Games, um, where in artistic swimming, we're always top five, top six uh, in, at the Asian level as well. I think these are great stories to tell on how we start how we started, uh, where we are right now, and what the what the future actually holds for our future athletes. I, I love the trip down memory lane. This is this is so nice, you know, to to, to hear all these stories that you have, and, and I'm sure swimming is a sport that every Singaporean, regardless of gender. Uh, can relate to you know it, we because we took swimming swimming survival courses right it's just basic swimming I remember when I was young I would say okay I, if I swim more I can have shoulders like Ang Peng Siong <laughs> and I used to siam the swimming classes that my dad used to get oh, me dear. to on Sunday mornings <laughs> but yes I think your we, point we all have a memory memories <laughs> fond or not I don't know <laughs> Mark it must be so exciting on a personal emotional front when you guys decided to put together this Hall of Fame how how did the concept come about what were the emotions that went through putting this together? But I think the idea was to always acknowledge our our past athletes, right? Um, and also tell the stories and, and say that, hey, you know what? Uh, tell the future athletes or the, the, the future generations of athletes what Singapore has, Singaporeans had had to do in the past. It was really an easy conversation. This is mm-hmm. something that we've been in discussions for quite a bit of time. Yeah. Um, and we thought that, you know, what better time to actually launch or announce this then you know with the with the closure of, of the Payo pool yeah that that basically was the heart of singapore aquatics for the past 50 years mm. 
Now, Mark, we've spent some time talking about celebrating the historic past, right? I want to cast it forward slightly and look ahead. 2025 World Championships and then 2029's SEA Games as well, right? In Singapore. So where do you expect Singapore swimming to be by then? I mean, that's only two, two less than 24 months away. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. I mean, you, you look at where our swimmers are uh, currently, right? And of course, when you talk about Singapore Aquatics, you're talking about five the five major sports, swimming, diving, artistic swimming, water polo, open water swimming. I mean, at the last Asian Games, you know, this, at this, in the swimming pool, we had 10 fourth-place finishers, mm, yeah. right? And a silver medal. I mean, just by milliseconds, right, we could have brought home 10 medals for Singapore, mm, yeah. right? I mean, mm. these are the things, right? And, we're not, and, and Asia is not a sport uh, where Asia is not weak in swimming. China, Japan, Korea, these are world champion, um, world-level swimming nations, right? Yeah. So I think for us to have swimmers that they are knocking on the medal uh, at the Asian Games, it's, uh, I mean, it's very encouraging for 2025. We have a young group of swimmers coming up. I think in two years' time, you know, they, they put on a little bit more age, wisdom, maturity, <laughs> muscle. Yeah. I think they'll, they'll, be, they'll be doing very well. For our water polo players, yeah. we also achieved the first fourth, fourth place finish for our women's team in Asia. I mean, that, that's a milestone for us. Uh, for the men, fifth place finish was, was, was fantastic as well as the best we had in recent years. For diving, we have a very young diving team. And uh, we hope that they will grow and mature as well um, uh, in, uh, in the next two years. Same as after six swimmers and open water swimmers. This is for sure going to inspire the next Joseph Schooling or the next Yip Pin Shu. Mark, you're a dad as well. Uh, your your daughter recently celebrated her birthday. Any pressure on her? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. She's only two. <laughs> no, it, it, she doesn't know what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but judging by the pep talks you are giving, yeah, I think she's yeah. geared up for a lot. Now, Mark, I, I like that point you made in terms of references comparing Japan, China and where we are making strides. You mentioned a lot about the World Championships. Maybe Sea Games, anything that is in the pipeline that Topayo can offer? Well, I mean, the, the closure of Topayo and the rebuilding reconstruction is, is quite timely, timely for the 2029 Southeast Asian Games. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I leave that to our, our regulators to, to, to decide how they want to do this. Mm. But also linking back to the Legacy Council and, and how this also is a platform for the previous, uh, the, 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 the past athletes to give back. You know, there have been many athletes that want to come back contribute and this is a formal platform to do it whether it's through mentorships offering job opportunities uh, donations to a high performance programs or even like you know volunteering you know taking up positions in our future events whether it's the world championships or or um, the southeast asian games organizing committee i think there are ample opportunities for our past athletes to lend their wisdom um, to to the future growth of aquatic sports in singapore and the Legacy Council is that platform to do it. Mm. Uh, Mark, just a final question. I know there's a nomination panel that's been uh, selected to uh, choose the inaugural batch of Hall of Fame inductees next year. I'm sure everybody has their opinion on who it should be. Uh, for you, as uh, the president of uh, Singapore Aquatics, is there any pressure that maybe you have to be tiebreaker, you don't want to be part of the conversation? <laughs> well, I actually, I think that, that you know, with, with time, we will recognise everyone in due course. Nice. Um, of, of course, you know, everyone wants to be the inaugural inaugural um, I guess inductees but yep. you know I think swimming 
or aquatic sports in Singapore is, is so dynamic it, it, and it's so rich in its history, right? That it's impossible to recognize anyone yeah. in the in the inaugural batch. Yeah. But again, you know, we, we have a council that's set up. Mm-hmm. The the minimum requirements are that you have represented Singapore or you contributed, you know, nationally uh, and, and internationally as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nature of it is really about uh, impactful contribution. Okay. You know, yeah. whether you are uh, the, 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 the pioneer batch of divers, artistic swimmers, whether you are like, you know, the world number one swimmer, it's about how, imp- how much impact you've actually um, uh, given to our community in Singapore. That's wow. why he's president. Exactly. <laughs> and the future does sound very bright and exciting. While we celebrate the, the glorious past almost, right? We've been speaking to Mark Che, president of Singapore Aquatics. Mark, thank you so much for your time. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Always a pleasure. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.